1: ny or text hope ny in new york
0: welcome to the auburn live podcast your home for bold
2: insightful and honest conversations around auburn athletics Where you go? Where you go? how
3: about you everybody welcome in to another edition of the auburn live show this is the recruiting edition also known as the shriveled pod I am your host Jeffrey Lee. I'm the senior recruiting editor at Auburn Live on Three, and today I'm joined by our badass recruiting analyst, Mr. Cole Pinkston. Cole, how the hell are you,
2: man? I'm doing great. Just got done moving a, a an old stove out of the wall, put a new one in, put the put the the lamp part over the top with the with the vent and all that. We're oh, good the cooking. hood. Oh yeah.
3: The hood. Hey, Cole, how does my mic sound?
2: professional. Really? Absolutely.
3: I think uh our listeners should know that I've had this mic since the second episode. Unfortunately, I haven't turned it on. I didn't know how. <laughs> it was plugged in. I was going, dude. I was holding this mic the whole time. You remember when damari austin I was like, "Hey, you know, I had this mic in front of my face." That was
2: it was a good prop though.
3: I mean, okay, cool. Okay, cool. All right. That's what I was looking for.
2: That's what yeah. I was looking for. Yeah. So,
3: yeah, Cole's got a little baby, newborn, right? Yeah. How many months? It,
2: he is three and a half.
3: Three and a half months. He's also a handyman. He installs and uninstalls ovens, stoves.
2: Yep. You got to do what you got to do, right? And hoods. <laughs> yeah. And
3: that's what he does in spare yeah. time because in his full-time job, which whew, this weekend, Cole, have you slowed down a little bit? Oh, yeah. Needed to, didn't you?
2: Yeah. 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 My eyes were getting crossed looking at the computer, so it's a nice little break there. But still doing it. Still, we still got some stuff going on the boards as we're we, doing all that as well. So
3: we do, and what we're talking about is Auburn's huge, massive, ginormous recruiting weekend. Uh, over the weekend when Alabama came to town, Auburn had I don't know how many. I, I I'm guessing at least a hundred. Um.
2: I was told that Mark went closer to the 150 mark. Mm. And I'm talking about players that have P5, Power 5 offers.
3: Legit guys.
2: Legit. I'm not necessarily saying they're all four and five stars, but Mm. they got Power 5 offers. So, uh, you know.
3: We're talking 2022 class. We're talking 2023 class. We saw 2024 guys there. And – it was as impressive of a weekend, at least a game day uh list that I can remember. Uh, I'm not saying it's the greatest one ever, but it was certainly uh, uh it would certainly be top five if I went back and looked. Um yep. Yep. we uh, we, saw I think there were six official visitors. Um, Jeffrey Emba, the top JUCO defensive lineman, is leaving today. Today is Tuesday, by the way. We're recording today. Trying to get this up this afternoon. So it'll be uh It'll be current. Jeffrey Emba is his official visit today. We saw him in Auburn Saturday. He's a top junior, college, top junior college defensive lineman. I think 24-7 has him top overall junior college player. Cole? I think
2: he's number one, regardless of position. Number one
3: overall junior college guy. Big dude, right?
2: Tell you what, it's a safe bet if you're going to do that. I've seen him play. He's pretty impressive, but I think he's even more impressive in person. I mean, he stood out in the crowd. So... Pretty good
3: bet to have him as the number one guy. He is, he looks like a, um, like a rugby dude. Like he's,
2: he's big. He's a, he's an interesting character. Has, got some cool blue, cat. Yeah. Got some blue in his hair. Yeah. You know, you can't miss him. I'll put it that way. You definitely ain't going to miss awesome him.
3: Awesome dude, man. Got to talk to him before the game Saturday on the sidelines. He actually went out to the, uh, to midfield or not midfield, but halfway to midfield, met with, yeah. uh, Brian Harson before the game. Not many people did that. I know Tyree West and uh did, yeah. and JD Rim, Jadarian Rim also went yep. out there.
2: Along with some commits, it looked like
3: some other commits, right. So and these guys were working the commits were working, uh, I know they were working Emba. Yeah, uh, very uh, very hard. They
2: man, they they are working they're working everybody, dude. I don't know I don't know how it is at other schools i don't cover other schools but what i'm telling you is these guys are, are basically on the staff right now these commits i man.
3: can tell you since 2004 when i started doing this i've never seen and of course social media wasn't back then so i don't know what these guys were doing behind the scenes but yeah, as, that's you true. know as far as publicly now this is absolutely the most r- hip hurrah hoorah three cheers for alpha ta um <laughs> grunt bunch yeah. that i've seen i mean especially demari austin i mean he has really taken on that that leadership role of this class and getting these guys in. And hell, he was running the sidelines to you and me, you know, Saturday before the game, you know, giving us little tidbits on what he was hearing, yeah. and what he was th- thinking.
2: He was all over it. Him, Holden, Holden Gurner does a good job too. Doesn't get as much on that, but that dude's locked in. He made that clear last night on Twitter. He told all of us that, that, you know, he's good to go. No, no worry in the world. Fine, man. We're going to Auburn, you know. He's the quarterback
3: in the class, folks. He's playing for a state championship this Friday night, I believe, in 2A in Georgia. The reason we were interested in his commitment last night was because Justin Hoekson broke the news on Auburn Live that Mike Bobo will not be retained as Auburn's offensive coordinator. little surprising, I will admit. I, I mean, I didn't think at all that he was completely safe, but I didn't know if I was going to, you know, be chasing Mike Bobo's out on Monday after the uh, – the yeah.
2: The timing definitely is what I would say was the most interesting. Not so much of a shock that he's not coming back, but the timing. And maybe that's because they want to get somebody in before signing day. I don't know. I don't know exactly yeah. why. I, chose you, to do I, it I
3: think you've got to have some closure here. Yeah, I think I don't think you can go two more weeks. Tomorrow is Wednesday. This is two-week, um, right? Two-week? Tomorrow, Wednesday? Yes.
2: Yeah, tomorrow. T- two I mean,
3: weeks from signing day. So you've yeah. got to have somebody in place fairly quickly. Because the, Mike Bobo, and we talked to all the offensive commitments last night, and Damari's locked in, Holden's locked in. Um, I did not hear from Omari Kelly. That was the one guy I never heard back from. Didn't hear
2: from him. Didn't hear from EJ Harris, Eston Harris either. I never heard
3: yeah. from Yeah. You know, I, and and Drew, I, Bobo, of course, Mike's son, uh, the offensive lineman at Auburn High School committed to Auburn. I talked to him earlier in the day in, in Mike Bobo. Will friend had come uh, had come and ate, uh, had lunch with, with Drew. I mean breakfast with Drew, and then Mike, of course, went on to Auburn High School. Saw Powell Gordon, uh, presumed presumably EJ Harris, and then of course uh, six hours later, his father's getting fired. But if you'll yeah. go back and remember during his recruitment and his commitment, you know he was making a choice, and it didn't it didn't include his father. You know he was he was going to a school where if his father wasn't going to be there. He would be happy. Um,
2: yeah, it seems like they really tr- tried to work around the fact that his dad was there for a long time. You know, the offer didn't come immediately. The offer came after he camped and had a good showing. And and that was important to him. And Georgia offered. The, and Georgia offered after a good showing at their camp, right? right. Not, mm-hmm. not much longer after that or before that, right in the same time period. So that meant something to him that he goes, okay, well, um obviously they think pretty highly of me if they if they saw me here perform and they said okay you have got an official offer you can commit here you could come here so you know maybe that pays off for Auburn in the end on this one that I, I it, it didn't feel like I I didn't feel like I was going to bother him last night so I didn't go there with Drew we'll see what we'll see what happens with him yeah and, and, you
3: know. I um I expect to hear from Drew in the next 24 hours I, I feel like he will either confirm or, or, or squash any doubts yeah. in his commitment. I, I I don't have any worries about him, uh, and maybe I should. I'm just saying this is just good instinct, folks. I haven't spoken to him or EJ Harris, but I think Will Friend's going to be big with both of those guys. I You know, I, I think this staff was almost recruiting in case something like this happened.
2: Yeah. You know,
3: Mike Bobo is not the only guy these guys talk to. That's correct. Uh, Mike Bobo is not going to determine the depth chart next year. I'll oh.
2: say that too. I, just just my opinion. It it just seems like I I totally get look, I, I I went and played football uh after high school and to me it was very important what the coaches I played for were. Always important. You gotta sure. have a good relationship with your coaches. But in big time college football, I mean, how how often is it that a coach is at a school for more than two or three years? An an assistant coach?
1: Very rare.
2: It's rare. It's rare. I mean, you shouldn't expect the coach to be there your entire tenure at a school. I I just don't think you could expect that anymore. It doesn't seem like that's going to happen.
3: And that's why we always hear commit to the school, not to the coach. Commit to the school. Commit to that depth chart. Commit to the roster, man.
2: But look, and I'm not criticizing them for that. It's It's not easy to do that because who are the ones that are recruiting you? It's the coaches, right? Yeah, right and they give you the school, they tell you what the school's about. You get to go to the visits and all that, but nonstop every day, if you're getting recruited hard by school, you're talking to the coaches every day. They're telling you, you know, this is what, this is what I'll do with you. Um, This is how you fit into my scheme. Right. So so yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough deal. It's, it's sort of a a catch 22. You find yourself in.
3: I think one guy that, it will Bobo leaving will hurt Auburn the most with is probably the guy they might need the most. And that's <laughs> Antonio Williams, the four-star wide receiver from Dutch 4 in Irmo, and South Carolina.
2: And let's be honest about him. He got the offer that he was looking for from Clemson before that. I am not at all saying that Clemson locked him down. He came to Auburn. He made the trip all the way from South Carolina after being at a playoff game really, really late. He was a little late to the Iron Bowl, but he made it. That speaks volumes. I mean, he really appreciated the way Auburn's recruited him. They've done a great job with him. But you got Clemson right there, and that—that's—that's—that was going to be an issue regardless. I think.
3: Yeah, and I don't know. It's tough to say, but what what that Clemson offer is going to? All right, our our on three Clemson guys, uh, Joseph Hasing is going to go by. Antonio's practice tomorrow on Wednesday and get the scoop on him, kind of how he feels about Bobo, that Clemson offer, where his recruitment stands. We know his parents both went to – or his mom and his stepfather both went to Ole Miss, South Carolina, Clemson right up the road. Uh, The pull to Auburn, in my opinion, was was Bobo. Uh, I feel like Auburn's chances took a big hit with him. And honestly, I'm probably looking elsewhere right now to find Auburn's third – Wide receiver? Yeah. Is that, is that right?
2: Third, yes. Yeah, Omari Which, and Jay Fair. I, just me personally, I, I am not ruling out. There's so many DBs on the board right now. Yeah. Targets for this class.
3: Oh, you about to get to Kobe Albert?
2: I was. I was oh, gonna, That's just me personally. Keep I'm talking, not, brother.
3: I'm right there with you, man.
2: I mean, he's got the skill set for it. It's, it, it. When they grabbed him, it almost seemed like, okay, you're good enough for us to take, and then work with you. You know, right now safety telling you safety, and he tells us you know that's what they talked to him about. But you're that you're the kind of athlete that could go either way. Dynamic. So let's, man. Let's go ahead and get you in. Let's get you in and see what happens.
3: I actually wrote, and I think Jayhead was on board with me here. On the uh, we wrote on the corner of the message board at Auburn Live that I liked him on offense. Did you watch a senior film?
2: Oh yeah. Fire, yeah. man. The skill set is is, mm. set is is what you need on offense. Um look, he can play either. I think he's that kind of athlete. Sure. Uh really the only knock against him, I guess you would say, would be his size. That seems to be what holds him back from being rated you know higher, maybe. Sure. But he is a four star with us at on three, and and uh that athleticism, you know, in today's game, that that usually uh is a big deal, having that kind of athleticism. And they'll they'll certainly find a place for him, and I think, I just think offense could be still considered for him.
3: I'm right there with you, absolutely. You know, we were talking about Powell Gordon. Could he move to the edge if Auburn couldn't fill that spot? This is kind of one of those deals where Kobe could play offense if Auburn can't fill that other spot. And this wouldn't be, um, you know, th- this kid is an elite athlete. Yeah, he's an he's an elite athlete just from what I've seen. He, right, he, he, he might be a great defense so I, I just I like to see the ball in his hand I think he's a playmaker he, he yeah. would be on both sides of the ball but I'm all for it Cole I'm right there scoot over because I I want in that <laughs> boat.
2: yeah that's that's what I'm thinking as well
3: another big well we have plenty of big news coming out of the weekend but Saturday before the game we saw Auburn finally extend an offer to four-star running back Justin Williams, the former West Virginia commit. I think he's from East Paulding in Dallas, Georgia. Yes. Does that sound right? That's correct. He's been to Auburn three. This was his third game, and he's, he's really been wanting that Auburn offer. Just from his body language and the conversations I've had with him, he really has wanted that Auburn offer. It came Saturday before the game, uh, and I talked to him on the sidelines, and he was just gleaming. Gleaming, is that the right yep. word? Gleaming? All right. He was gleaming, dude. He was gleaming. all smiles and yeah. count his teeth.
2: Very, very excited.
3: Love that kid. Love that kid. I, now, what we did touch on uh, a little later in the day was that – or after the game, I believe it was, is that Auburn still has Trey Citizen at the top of their board and really want him to tell them no before they move on Justin Williams. Uh, Trey de- committed from LSU, was it Sunday? in the afternoon, it's afternoon, and I know Auburn was planning on going for an in-home, I know Cadillac Williams was going for an in-home visit with Trey Citizen, that was the plan as of Sunday morning, and I have yet to confirm if that actually happened, I think Keith over at uh, 24-7 said it didn't happen, um, which would make sense, Mike Bobo news coming out Sunday, I'm sure people, we we knew about it, what, four or five o'clock Sunday afternoon, and I'm sure Auburn knew about it the day before, so there were Restructuring meetings, especially with offensive skill guys, so I would yeah. not be surprised if that uh, happened. I certainly don't 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 doubt Keith, um, but I did text. I asked Trey last night. Couldn't get him on the phone, but I I, I got him uh, through text, asking him if he knew what day they were coming, and he said no, he didn't. Um, so that leads me to believe that they weren't there Sunday night.
2: Right. Right. So
3: d- definitely want to keep an eye on there with Justin Williams.
2: Oh yeah, Justin Williams, and I wouldn't wouldn't take my eye off of Citizen either because that, I mean, but between LSU, besides LSU, the other school that was recruiting him the hardest from our perception was Auburn. So, and Texas A&M is also in the mix. Other than that, I, you know, who else could it be? Obviously now. You're going to have other schools jump in the mix because he's such a highly rated guy. He's such a highly thought of running back. So, just my point is, Auburn's been there the whole time. They we we made that clear, you know, on our boards and in our the uh, whole time. Yeah. So
3: he came an official visit in June. Auburn's been stuck on him like glue.
2: Yeah. It just would be it would be kind of weird if it, if it, Auburn was just automatically not in it now that he's not even committed to LSU anymore. So I think Auburn's there. You know, w- what the deal is now, not sure. Um,
3: you got Brian Kelly coming down from Notre Dame.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're going to try to lock him up. That was the only running back they had committed. Am I right on that? That's it. And he's a good one. So Damn good. They They will certainly turn up the heat trying to get him to, you know, I know he decommitted, but stick with LSU sure. in the end. Um, And I don't – I've had a few people ask me, do you think they would take Citizen and Williams? I don't. I think they're Mm -hmm. going to take two running backs, Damari Austin and one other. And right now I'm leaning more towards Justin Williams. And I think if Williams, you know, if they gave him the green light, I think he would definitely take it. So, really it just all falls on what happens with Citizen in the next couple weeks. We'll keep watching him and and, and see what happens there. Yeah,
3: just because I don't really love Auburn's chances with Citizen right now, I don't dislike them, but I don't love them. Yeah. If if I were to make my running back prediction, the class would be Damari Austin and Justin Williams. That, that yeah. one, Those would be my two. Um, but I certainly am not counting out Auburn for, for Trey Citizen. I really – I told somebody on this, this on the board, had he come to Auburn like he had planned for the Iron Bowl for an unofficial visit and then decommitted Sunday?
2: Yeah, no, that –
3: There you go. I I might be feeling (laughs) differently, but he didn't. He's he's been to Auburn once. He came back in June. That was even before he committed to LSU. Uh, He was supposed to come back for the Iron Bowl. He did not. And Auburn, still pushing for him. But I certainly like Auburn's chances with Justin Williams a lot more than I like them with Trey Citizen.
2: Yeah, at this time, for sure. Definitely like that better.
3: We had, let's see, we had Darian uh, Rim hmm rim right correct I, that's what i've been saying i heard somebody say rhyme i said I don't think that's yeah right, dude. I, I
2: think it was damari austin that told us yeah yeah but i i've heard rim rhyme ream i've heard it all so let's go with rim he, he came up
3: and said did you hear that rhyme hear about rhyme and i was like what well, rhyme or reason i don't know man you mean bust yeah. a rap or something i don't know <laughs> yeah. so he was one of the guys who went out and met with coach harson rim Came he, he? is a four-star cornerback from Valdosta, Georgia, who committed to LSU. Auburn has been on him like stink on shit since I don't know when. I mean, he's been high, high, high. Yeah, he, on Auburn's they,
2: they, Keep in mind, offered him back in February. And I just want, I want to continue to to make sure. A lot of people think that all these flip targets that they're working on right now are just coming out of nowhere. I promise you, they're not. I, I've I've tracked the offers all the way back to the beginning of the Harson era, he's one of the first DBs to get one. So this is not new. Now the the communication may have been ramped up more as of late, but that's because they felt they had a chance. And, and look where they are now.
3: <laughs> I think his interest has picked up. Definitely. And as his interest has picked up in Auburn and he has become more, less interested in LSU, we started to hear his name a lot more. We started to see him visit. I think that was his – third visit this season or was that his second? I think he came for the Ole Miss game or Georgia game. One of the two, one of those two, right? Is
2: that the Ole Miss game? I think he might have been at the Georgia game too.
3: I think this was his third game. I think so. Well either way it was at least his second. Uh he made it an unofficial visit. That way he could return December the tenth for an official visit. I think that's huge for Auburn getting that last visit before signing day on December 15th. Gotta like Auburn's chances. I think he was one of the guys Jamari Austin was uh, feeling good about before the game.
2: Yep. Yep. He talked
3: was. About uh, also, another Juco guy that was on campus for an official visit, Keontae Scott, came down from Utah, Snow College, cornerback, originally from California. His mom lives in Las Vegas. She flew out here to be with him. And Beard, he had a really good visit. I talked to him on his way to the airport Sunday and or at, when he went after he got there. Uh, Oregon is in there as well. Mm.
2: Yep. Tennessee, are
3: they? I yeah, I, I think it, every. it seems like Tennessee and Auburn are after the same JUCOs. Like, yeah. uh, and, and, and even and uh, Justin Williams is Tennessee is another guy, uh, another school to watch Justin Williams. They've, they've made a big push for him there. Keontae yep. Scott, Zach Etheridge is going out there to visit him in home on Wednesday. Etheridge has already been out there and saw him play in person. Now he's going back out there for an in-home visit. Wednesday night, tomorrow night, and we'll see how that goes. I know Auburn wants an experienced cornerback, at least uh, one, and, and hopefully uh, – I know they're hoping for a safety as well. And they want some experience in that defensive backfield come 2022. Yep. Scott appears to be the absolute top target there on the outside. I thought one of the bigger visits in-state for the high school kid was Curtis Perry, four-star defensive lineman from right up the road in Pike Road. Cole – What you hearing on Curtis?
2: Well, um, I just noticed – I just noticed, I think it was last night or night before last, that one of our national reporters at On 3, Jeremy Crabtree, had quoted me in his story about Curtis Perry, saying that, you know, while most of the national media thinks Curtis Perry is going to Alabama, Cole Pinkston from Auburn Live thinks – Auburn could make a move here with the official visit he has scheduled for the Iron Bowl. Well, um, you probably heard reported that he's named Auburn as leader. Um, There's a reason why there's no predictions out for Auburn right now because, you know. uh, Alabama's still in it. Alabama's still in it. He's going to take an official visit to Texas this weekend um, or in the next week or so, whenever that is. So, here's the thing on that one. I just look at how long just Auburn University, forget who the coaching staff was. Auburn has been after Curtis Perry for a very long time. The previous staff was on him. He's been coming to games at Auburn since he was in ninth grade. Now, you get him on this official visit. He has, he just raves about it, has an awesome time. I mean, the coaching staff follows him to his house. They have an in home after that. It's just a great, another great visit. Him and Nick Eason have hit it off very well. I don't, I'm not, I'm not making a prediction on that one yet. Cause a lot still, of things lining up. No, definitely, definitely lining up. I don't feel confident in making a prediction yet, but I definitely like the way things are going for Auburn. That I can say.
3: If somebody stuck a 12 gauge to my head and said pick one right now, I'd pick Auburn. I wouldn't feel great about it, but I, that would be my choice right now.
2: Yeah, and 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 there's a few guys right now that I would do the same for. I'd say, you know, if today were signing day, I would go Auburn. But you know, I hate to bring it up. It's not. It's not signing day, and I hate to bring this up, much like Auburn's uh much like Auburn in the fourth quarter in the Iron Bowl, there's still a lot of time left. Oh, <laughs> I, I I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. You knew it. You knew it sitting there in the stadium watching that game, that there was a long way to go. That's exactly the point we're at with signing day coming up, with still two weeks to go. uh, They just got to finish. Got to close the deal. They have to do that, and Hmm. that's not the uh, easiest thing. It's easier said than done, but they're sitting in a great position right now.
3: You know, one of the best-looking things that you saw in that Auburn-Alabama game was Auburn's defense, specifically the defensive line. You saw Derek Hall just have a and, monster freaking game.
2: And from a recruiting standpoint, yes, my goodness, it couldn't have come on a better day.
3: Because here's why. Not only did you have Curtis Perry there, not only did you have Jeffrey Emba there, yep. you had Caden Story, the four-star lineman who's already committed to Auburn. And then I'm gonna give you this rundown of the Freaking studs from the twenty three class that oh, were there.
2: Tyree West was also there. Too. Oh, Tyree West! I
3: keep forgetting about him, man. And he, <laughs> you know, I I, I remember because he's been very hush hush when he comes to Auburn and everything. And I walk over Perry. to him, and I think you did the same thing. I, you know, hey, you want to keep this quiet? You want to do interview Hell no! I want to get it out there. I was he's like, like
2: no, okay, go, go for it. Yeah, let's Tyree get it West.
3: So you have got Curtis Perry, Jeffrey M, Caden Story, Tyree West. Those from the twenty twenty two class. From the 2023 class, you had Peter Woods, stud, from up the road at Thompson. Yep. James Smith, stud, from up the road in Carver. Mm -hmm. Tamarian Parker, stud, from down the road in Phoenix City. Yep. uh, Keldrick Falk, stud, from down the the road in Highland Home. You had Kelby Collins, stud, Uh from Gardendale. And you had Caleb Herring, who I wasn't – Familiar with until Chad Simmons wrote about it. Caleb Harrington, the number one junior in the state of Tennessee, who's an edge guy, was there as well. One, two, three, four, five, six. How about, of the, go ahead. How about you Hunter,
2: Hunter Osborne. Hunter Osborne. Yes. Yeah. Hunter
3: Osborne from Trustful. I guarantee Massive. you, those two, those seven guys right there, are all probably top twenty. That's almost half of the top twenty defensive linemen in the twenty twenty three class were there. And not only there, but they got to see Auburn's line, Auburn's defensive line. I mean, dare I say dominate.
2: Dominate. Dominated.
3: You're right. Those four- and five-star linemen from Alabama just dominated them.
2: Pass rush was good. Uh, they played well in the run game. Just think, if Auburn's offense was able to s- sustain a few more drives, they'd have had more gas at the end there. But Oh, hey, they, were,
3: oh they were putt-putting, man. Oh, Kobe Wooden.
2: Me to the point that I've tried to make to a few people on our boards uh and I hope I sound nice. I sometimes I don't I I I read back what I said and it sounds like I'm a jerk or something, but I hope I'm not coming across that way. (laughs) I'm just trying to make the point that hey um T D Moultrie's not coming back. You got Derek Hall sitting there who's got a choice to make because he has turned it on in the last half of the season. And he's got he's got the perfect NFL frame too. He'll test well. You've got um Colby Wooden, Colby Wooden's got a choice to make, even though he's a redshirt sophomore. He oh, is got, he? He is, yeah. I believe. I he thought is. he was older than that. Well, he's a junior, really, but he had that uh, that freshman year. He got a redshirt, I believe. <laughs> well. He needs. He,
3: he probably needs to come back.
2: He, he probably, probably does, and and really and truly, Derek Hall probably does too. But will they? I mean, right? Remember Jeff Holland? Jeff oh Holland, great one to remember on that. He didn't get drafted and, and he decided to go early and you know probably looking back, maybe he stays. Wing and a miss. You just never know. You never know what they're gonna do.
3: Tony Fair gone.
2: Tony Fair's gone. Uh, you know, Marquise Burks is in limbo. Yeah. Um, how about IQ Leota is another guy Ooh. and he he's coming back, I think, but he's only got one more year left.
3: I like him. That was a huge addition there.
2: No doubt. Him and him you and fair both. You got a couple of guys, and even if some of those come back, they got a year left. You got to reload on the defensive line, and you got to do it anyway.
3: And just, I, I I'm how curious, much quality who,
2: depth did they have anyway? They didn't have a ton of quality depth. I don't think magically somebody like Zacchivas Walker is going to play every single snap next year. Lee Hunter. Well, you, I mean, you just don't know. You just we just never.
3: We, I, I I thought those two, both of those guys, were good enough to get in the rotation, even if it was bottom of the barrel, right? And they did play yeah. a little, if I'm not mistaken. But I thought we would see a little bit more of those two. Right. Um, but maybe that's just how Nick Eason rolls, man.
2: It could be. Uh,
3: but, yeah, so, some younger guys, but we just don't know what 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 we've got in them, right?
2: And the reason, the reason I say all that, Jeffrey, is because there was a new defensive line offer that went out today. Yes. Who and I'm gonna butcher his name Enos, Enos, or Enice, Ennis, Ennis, Enice, something just don't Sledge. put a P in front of it. Last name is, is cool, Sledge, love that last name, really cool. But he got the offer today, and we talked about him a few times on the board saying, Nick Eason likes this guy, just decommitted from Baylor, maybe keep an eye on this guy, gets the offer today. Uh, you know, I spoke with him briefly, he's pretty excited about that. I don't think that has anything to do with the guys we just mentioned, with Emba, Perry, uh, West, some others in there. I I really don't think that. Woody. I don't think it has a lot of significance on those guys. I think it's more so. We like this guy. I do too. Been evaluating him. Really like where he's at right now. I love his size. Got to see him in, in home. And now I'm like, okay, let's give him an offer.
3: Where's he from, Cole? Do you remember
2: I, th- I believe it's Slidell, Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Slidell. I may be wrong on the, it is definitely Louisiana, but I don't know if it was Slidell or, um, it, regardless, he's the Louisiana guy. So, um, you know, those guys well, usually turn out to be pretty good D Lyman down there.
3: So in the past three days, we've seen at least three new offers go out. We talked about Justin Williams. Yep. We talked about Sledge. And then you had Jalen Farmer.
2: Yes. Jay was he Lensfield. an offer
3: or was he a visit? Oh, he was an offer and visit.
2: He, both. He got the –
3: Big offensive lineman, com, uh, formerly committed to uh, Florida folks. and this I That's who we're talking he, about.
2: He he tweeted that out maybe two hours after the game because okay. I was on my drive home from the game. It wasn't long after when I saw that, that he got the offer. And and I was told that, you know, with Farmer, you got Inez Cooper as well, the in-state guy who did an the offer there. at the Georgia he, I, he wasn't there, but when I, he was a guy that they're still looking at on the offensive line, I was told if this farmer guy looks like we think he does, you know, in person, if it if it gels, if it goes well, you know, that we'll probably give the offer. Maybe that's the spot that we were thinking for Cooper. That's kind of what I'm looking at right now, and I don't know the number they're going to take, and I'm not even sure they're they've got a lockdown on that either. So. Sure just something that I'm looking at there that to just my point is that offers really legitimate. I mean, there's something to that one.
3: He For calls and wants to commit. It's a done deal. I think so. Yeah. Whereas an S Cooper may not be that easy. Right. Okay.
2: Correct. Just to make it simple, <laughs>
3: a lot going on, a lot of offers going out. I'm sure those won't be the last ones. There are always going to be some guys coming out of nowhere. Yep. But there's a there's just so much going on, and, and the thing is, is that Auburn's got 12 commitments, not counting Trey Donaldson, who we've talked about uh, before on the show. We're not going to count him if Auburn recruiting Twitter account's not going to count him. He is a basketball <laughs> signee, so Auburn's got 12. Um, and, and well, I mean, maybe 10 more. So I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, we don't know. We don't, and, I, and Auburn may not know. It may be. Let's take as many of these great players as we can, or if we can only get 60% of them, then let's take a, you know, let's let's fill out the remainder of the class and transfer portal. Transfer portal. I think that's going to be a part of the filling the class, the re, part of the recipe anyways. One of the ingredients of this class is going to be transfer portal, no doubt. Oh, yeah. But h- how many does Auburn end up with two weeks from now on signing day? Are we talking 20? Are we talking 22? And if so, then you're talking about eight to ten more, and we've talked about all these guys – and these different positions and how they're going to allocate and earmark these spots uh, it's going to be interesting to see.
2: Yeah. And I don't think, let's just, let's just make a scenario here. Let's say that if you're calling it like a first one in the boat kind of thing, because you have a certain number you have to sign, obviously there's a limit. You can't go above a certain number and we're not exactly sure what that number is. But how many of the top guys they get could be the difference between them signing 20 or 23, 24 or 25, however many they can limit to. I don't think they're going to reach one. And two, I don't think they're going to pass on somebody they really like just to get a portal guy. So it could go it could go anywhere from that 20 to 24, 25 range, I think.
3: Yeah, I don't see Auburn turning down any of those. Elite guys, they're going to find spots for them. They've got to replenish this roster.
2: Yep. Um, That's right.
3: We'll see how it shakes out. Uh, coaches are on the road this week. We're going to see what Auburn does with the office coordinator position. Uh, I don't know of any. It seems to me like we were talking about this with our own three uh, – liaison this morning but it seems like Auburn is is putting all their eggs in a basket in the signing day basket there are a lot of decisions that are going to be made on signing day a lot of things will shake out over the next couple of weeks Justin Williams has got an official visit he's probably going to take this weekend because I think he's got Tennessee set the next weekend we know jadarian rims coming in the final weekend and I'm sure they're going to be bringing in a lot more guys we will Cole. we need to uh we'll, we'll be back maybe Thursday. Yeah, if if, um, if some things shake out that we think might, yeah, I, I think the OC will be filled fairly quickly. I'm just saying, I don't know. I do too. I, I don't know, but I'm guessing. Uh, I don't think Harson makes that move without having some idea of what his next move will be.
2: Yeah, yeah. And we're saying that in recruiting too. I mean, he doesn't waste time making making arrangements for whatever is on the horizon. It doesn't seem like so. I'm feeling the same way.
3: We know that Auburn and Harson are going to be upgrading their recruiting personnel. I think we're going to hear about about that news in the next couple of days. I might have something more on that this later this week, maybe on our next show. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes, and we'll try to get back on Thursday and catch you up. Before I go, I got some How About You's, Cole. Okay. First and foremost, dude, big, a big old how about you to freaking Darren Usher. Oh, yeah. Director of recruiting at Auburn. I, I the, We talked about the list at the beginning of the show. That was impressive for a six and five team who had lost double digit point leads the last, I mean, the momentum in Auburn season, the mo, uh, momentum. Was going down and so for him to get these guys uh, him and his staff I mean he's got a, he's got a yeah. staff of guys there it's not just him but Darren Usher and staff to get this group of visitors to that Iron Bowl and then to have the team perform the way they did yep. freaking freaking grand slam I mean yeah. they, they missed home plate so they you know they're at the end but I mean it was a grand slam they hit the ball out of the park they just missed home plate because they didn't get the win people come on now <laughs> yeah all right so, so big how about you to darren usher then i've got i've got some more we've had some some, some really good posters man some really funny threads some really funny <laughs> subscribers and we'll start off with rejects justin posted a, a note about d davis last night and he said it, some, something wouldn't affect but bobo leaving would not affect his decision, D. Demetrius Davis' decision. And Reject said, well, be, uh, is being the fifth-string quarterback. <laughs> uh, I can't even finish it. <laughs> well, that his decision. <laughs> I can't kill me. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, Brian, 9451, how about you, man? That dude's, that dude's been on fire. Great poster. Scott G, sweep the legs. There's a dude at sweep the legs, man. I love that name. Uh, at William Cutting, man, he, he, he's he been a great poster. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. A-U-M, AUMD9392. I think he's a janitor. AUMD. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, at Pop Quiz Man, he's a uh, he's a legendary poster. Came over to the board. has been posting. We appreciate him. At Moon Weagle. Oh, yeah. Big, big recruiting guy. So is WDE Braves. Like him. Hokey Pokey oh. is a – well, you got, you got WDE Braves, right?
2: Oh, yes. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Hokey Pokey. And I got AU Steeler. I got at OS Tiger. And then I want to give a special shout-out to AU Tigers 07, man. That, uh, I don't know how long you've been in the message board game, Cole, you know, being not working, but as a fan maybe. Yeah. But this this dude knows his stuff, man, and we appreciate him bringing his knowledge to the corner. He is absolutely a five-star Insider, and he is exclusively at Auburn Live on three.
2: Yeah, I saw he he got a little shout out from some other board posters. Like, glad to have you aboard, my man. Yeah. So he, yeah.
3: he's he's legit, man. He's five star. Bring him um, on. And and then my final two, man. Th- these guys are getting shout outs just because of their names. I found it, I found it hilarious. First, we had Terry Bowden's tie. <laughs> yes. Are you are you too young to remember Terry Bowden's tie?
2: I am not. Okay, am cool. Too young.
3: Terry Bowden's tie, and then the greatest name of all time, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, Frank good. Tolbert's Sixth Finger.
2: <laughs> Boy, <that's>, that
3: is that <laughs> oh, is That's hilarious. It's hilarious.
2: Great.
3: It's like Nick Cannon. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, and then we've got a – uh, Go ahead. Go. Get, you, get in there, man.
2: Cody Canada 2. Yes. Number one about Cody Canada. Me and him mesh on some music. Anybody, anybody ever post anything about music? I'm jumping in because that's that's me. I mean, I got usually I got records on the wall behind me when we do the podcast. Uh, but also, he brought, brought some some intel to the board the other day on a four star offensive lineman. Um, he was jacked
3: have, about that, wasn't he?
2: He was. Yeah. And I might have a story on that too. Uh, it lined up everything, and I had talked to the guy about the same time. And yeah, good stuff, man. Anytime you got that, bring it.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely, and you know if, if if music is your thing, Cole, I believe Corn Six Six Six, who who loves Christian and gospel music, obviously, <laughs> yeah, is a is a, is, a, is a big music faciando.
2: He is. We I don't have, know if uh, I said that
3: right. Final. I,
2: was, I jump in when, whenever he goes for that. So.
3: Final. Um, sh- how about you's? They're more of a R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. to Matt Daddy Thirty One see ya. peace out dude and uh r.i.p to obi obi, obi-, obi- one. one yeah obi- dude one. That, that dude had to go i mean hey you swung a miss <laughs> yeah he had harson going to washington before saturday and i tell you what if you want to go back and read that thread au tigers of seven came in there and was like no none of this is this is conjecture it's, yeah. it's bullshit good stuff Anyways, folks, that's going to be – we're going to wrap it up there. We're going to come back Thursday. Later this week, we're going to touch base on some other things. I'm sure in the next 48 hours, things are going to change, new offers. Uh, visits are going to be set, in-home visits, in-school visits from coaches. Maybe even have an OC to talk about. Sure. Um, otherwise, y'all always remember, you're on the road. Stay out of the left lane. i pass you on the right. You're an idiot.